0: it's lunchtime in central texas what are we
1: having uh, it's just your standard regular lunch I guess. milk pb and j with the crusts cut off well brian this is a very nutritious lunch all the food groups are represented did your mom marry mr rogers uh, no mr johnson
0: huh time for the press box Here's your host, Ward Whites And it
2: is lunchtime in Central Texas here on this Thirsty Thursday as we get back to football again today with the bowl season in full swing. South Florida and Syracuse coming up uh, this evening at 7 o'clock. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that plays out. I, I'm in. I like all bowl games, so I'm going to be in on it. Um and also you get a double dip because we have Thursday night football.
3: Yay. Yeah,
1: maybe a decent game. It's actually got some playoff implications.
2: It, it does. It does. New Orleans and the LA Rams coming up tonight, both teams at seven and seven. Both teams trying to fight for a playoff spot, at least keep their hopes alive in the playoffs. Only thing is it's on prime.
3: I know. I don't like it on Prime because we don't have Prime. And if we do have Prime, I don't know the passwords. Well, I have Prime, but the presentation. Not good. It's not good for me. It's just
2: not. And I love Al Michaels. I think he's fine. Kirk is okay as his sidekick. But the it, maybe it's just my Prime. I don't know. Aaron, do you watch it on Prime on Thursday nights?
1: uh yes but it, it's very frustrating the audio is terrible well and i have a i have a lot of trouble with it just kicking me off you know oh really like having trouble with the signal and then having to go back into the amazon app
3: probably because mm-hmm. too many people are on probably, it probably so yeah gonna i kick think you that's, off
1: it's just i don't they have a long way to go i'll put it there
2: i i agree <laughs> and i also have said this before and i'll say it again and i'll keep beating my drum to no avail <laughs> but I don't need Thursday night football. I just don't. Monday night football Sunday. and Sunday night football, I'm okay with. Give me all day Sunday. Give me Monday. I know we've got Saturday games coming up. This week or next week? Next week. I think we have some. Do we have some Sunday Saturday night games this week, too?
3: I think so on Christmas. Wait. I, I don't
2: know. Uh, I think maybe,
3: maybe one game.
2: No, there's two games on Saturday. Okay. There's two games on Saturday. So, yeah, we're into the Saturday schedule. you got Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, Buffalo and Los Angeles. I'm kind of okay with that. I don't even want to see
3: any of those games. It doesn't excite me at all.
2: It doesn't bother me, but I don't need Thursday night football. I just don't. Now, coming up on Christmas Day, we have three games for Monday night football. You have Vegas and Kansas City which is a noon noon kickoff on Christmas Day. And then on Fox, you have New York and Philadelphia at 3.30. And then Sunday, Monday night football is Baltimore and San Francisco. So Christmas Day, you'll get a full slate of NFL football. I'm okay with that. And I'm really, I'm kind of okay with the doubleheader on Monday night. I would rather get rid of Thursday night football, and then just have a double on Monday. Have a doubleheader every Monday night. I agree. with that. That should be fun. I, I just don't so. need Thursday night football.
3: But I think Christmas lineup. Hmm. I think all of those are going to be good games. Personally, I I'm looking forward to watching all three: the the Chiefs, the Eagles, San Francisco. I I think it'll be good.
2: I I mean, it could I be hope. a good lineup. I don't I don't think New York will. Push Philly very much, although Philly's on a three game losing streak right now, which.
3: Don't cheat, Phil.
2: Doesn't hurt oh, my feelings a bit. I kind of <laughs> like them. I like their helmets. That's what you go by? <laughs>
3: That's why she's a Texas fan. (laughs) Oh, not good. That is not good. My daddy's listening today, Aaron, too. (laughs) Mm. He's been picking on me all day. I don't know what's wrong with him. It's Christmas. Who, your daddy? No, Aaron. Oh. My daddy don't pick on me. He's just Aaron. I don't know why.
2: National signing day yesterday. We talked a little bit about it. I... I'm one that doesn't get real excited about National Signing Day. And I know it's important. And it's great for these young guys to be able to announce where they're going to go. But I... What? I don't get into the rankings of classes because I don't care Mm -hmm. until you get on the field and you play and you show me what you can do at the collegiate exactly. level. Show me
3: what you got.
2: Then, okay, then right. that class can be ranked. I agree. Just by signing them because somebody put stars by their name, I don't get it, and I'm not, I'm not going to buy that. Well, I, I, mean, I, I want to see what you do you, on the field.
1: I, I don't know. Once you get past the top five, I agree with you, but the, the top three classes every year are the same teams, and those are the same teams that always play for the national championship. Right. And so I, they can't say there's nothing to it because I, I get Georgia and nothing. Alabama are number one every year with their recruiting classes, and they're number one in the polls every year. Like I said, now once you get past the top five, there's a lot more misses than hits, but
3: it's pretty solid up top. But look at it this way: so they have signing day, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Just
3: wait yeah. next year they'll all be transferred. Well, and that's the another portal. thing. That's why I mean, that's the
1: main reason I'm we'll lost get a lot of interest in it is because who knows if it's going to be there. Right. Exactly. I mean, and, and it's it's terrible for the high school kids because, you know, it, like I say, it takes away from their day, and a lot of them don't get their day because of the transfer portal now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main reason for me is there's the transfer portal just kind of overshadows it. Like, I'm excited about, you know, the the incoming high school freshmen that Baylor signed, but the transfer portal guys, those are the guys that, that are going to be the difference in whether – Dave Aranda's the coach in 2025 or not, you know. According
2: according to 247, the Big 12 recruiting class rankings. Take what you want out of this. Texas Tech, number one. Hmm. TCU, number two. UCF, number three. Kansas at number four. West Virginia, number five. Arizona at number six. Of course, they're coming into the Big 12 next year. Cincinnati at seven. Arizona State at eight. BYU at nine. Iowa State at 10, Oklahoma State at 11, Kansas State at 12, Utah at 13, Baylor at 14, (laughs) Houston at 15, and the Colorado Buffaloes in dead last at 16.
1: Yeah.
3: Here's my thought on some of this stuff. So, you know, you have these seniors who are signing with teams, and then you have all these transfers in the portals. So, you know, the way I grew up, the way you coached and played, you know, Let's say you've got a quarterback, and then all of a sudden he's transferring to another school. Well, my thing is, play four years together because you want to gel. I mean, you're constantly changing up players. What if they don't gel? Do you know what I mean? It's not like you have a lot of time to to gel together. What do you have, like spring training camp and summer, and then, boom, we got a new team? So you're constantly creating a new team every year. That's why I don't get excited about signing. That's why I don't get excited about this portal at all.
2: It's just not as... For me, it's not as a huge deal as it used to be mm-hmm. and part of that is because of the transfer portal agreed it just it it changes changes everything in my opinion.
3: And that's not just for football. that's basketball, baseball, golf anything I well mean, I,
2: I agree with that, but I think it's football more than it is anything well, absolutely, else. I think it affects but, football probably more than anything else. Basketball it affects. But basketball's been going through this for a while because of the fact that not just the transfer portal, but the one-and-done capability for basketball changes the way you approach college basketball. Mm -hmm. I I don't like the one-and-done. I get it. I understand it. But I don't like it. And I think it should be a situation where, hey, you know, if you're going to... Commit to some place. At least get two years out of them, right?
3: Right.
1: I don't think so. I mean, it, look, you—you're basically telling the kid you—you you have to stay in school and you can't go get a job. We don't do that in any other profession. And I don't know why we would do it in basketball or football.
2: Well, because you make a commitment, and I'm making a commitment. That commitment to you. is a one-year commitment. I'm making a commitment to you as it a kid. It is a one-year commitment. It's scholarship.
1: It's a one-year commitment it always has been for coaches and we know that because they've run plenty of people off before yeah. the transfer portal that's why i as much as i it, as, as much as i don't like it because it hurts high school athletes transfer portal you know gives players power and if your team was bad last year like Baylor was it gives you optimism like <laughs> you can't turn it around with a high school class in football
4: not, not anymore. Not, no, not not. That's like not sane. the <laughs> next year. That's like A
1: and M had the best recruiting class on paper ever, and even playing a lot of those freshmen as true freshmen, they you know it's just you're not going to get you're only going to get a certain amount from them. Whereas with well, the transfer
2: portal at A and M, they got a really good one from Temple and Torian York because he is outstanding. Oh, I know, but that best very, freshman in the country.
1: Very few, like just like Caden Jenkins with Baylor. You see a few, but you don't see a lot.
3: That's like saying, I'm going to date but you for the, a year,
1: but then my commitment's over. All the all the transfer portal guys, though, you expect them to come in and play right away and make your team immediately better. And, you know, like if you're a Baylor fan, a Daquan fan, if he comes in and does what he did at Toledo, you've got a chance to win games. It makes that big of a difference. Don't I mean, hold your breath. Well, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> you know? Let's
3: go play here. That's like, let's look. Let's go work at this job. That's what it's teaching them. Let's go work at this job for a year. I don't like it. Let's go to this job.
2: That's all uh, it's, it's doing.
3: Everybody switches jobs.
2: Well. Uh, well
3: I mean, you know. Like, look, look at us. What are we we're talking about? Yeah,
2: I, I still think <laughs> the transfer portal is all about a society that we live in now that's instant gratification. And if I don't get my way, I'm going to take my ball and go play somewhere else, which I think is – a That's a bunch. baby,
3: which
1: it, coaches have been doing
2: no for I, twenty you're years. You are not going to convince me of that. That's yeah, they just, have; they've been wrong. taking better jobs you're and leaving. Absolutely wrong. Okay,
1: so coaches don't leave schools; they yeah, do it every too, year. But players should.
2: Players should not be able to transfer.
1: Oh, you know, okay, so the digital. coaches should, but the players shouldn't. Yes, yes absolutely. You are absolutely 100%. wrong. No, they're grown; you have they're adults. No idea. <laughs> the, the the coaches actually have signed contracts that they blow up. The players don't have that. But you are saying the players should be held accountable and the coaches shouldn't. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. Well, you're saying absolutely that because you're not. a coach, but they're <laughs> grown men; they can do what they want, and, they and that's what not, the courts the rule. They don't care about the transfer about. portal
2: has ruined college athletes.
3: Absolutely not.
2: Absolutely has opinions.
3: It's opinions, ma- it's opinions. Made, it's made, opinions. It's made, it's made Your it, opinion is opinion.
2: It's made it better? No, it has not. That is
3: your opinion.
2: Has not made it better yeah. at all. One hundred percent. You want to
3: make
1: it easier for coaches, and I don't care if it's easier for coaches.
2: Well, I do. Yeah. I absolutely do. You make a
3: commitment, you need to stay there. The coaches make hey, commitments hey, to and break them all hey. the time. It is hard for the cheerleaders because they're not sure who they're cheering for every year. <laughs> 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 just saying. <laughs> Texas
2: high school football just finished up at AT&T Stadium. We will have, hopefully, cross your fingers, knock on wood, Robbie Jones from the, the Alito <laughs> Bearcats. He'll join us nice. next here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas
5: football 2023 second and goal snap to Prescott only heard here, here. looks left Slant, all season touchdown that was right now
6: Sunday afternoon it's your Cowboys and the Miami Dolphins live from Hard Rock Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station
1: it's the Cowboys and the Dolphins Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas
5: At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken,
7: the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
5: Right now you can save thousands on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Christmas Clearance Sale. Why settle for ordinary gifts when you can give your family the ultimate gift, years of happiness, bonding, and fun on the water. Our year-end sale is the best time to buy a boat at incredibly low prices as we make room for 2024. At Marineland's Christmas Clearance Sale, you can get up to $12,000 off select boats, thousands of dollars in cashback, thousands of dollars worth of free accessories, discounts on tracker merchandise, and even 6.9% APR financing, or a $2,000 Bass Pro gift card with a purchase of a mercury-powered nitro fishing boat. Make 2024 your best year ever by making memories that will last a lifetime on our nationally best-selling boats powered by Mercury Motors. Whether it's fishing trips on a tracker fishing boat, sunset cruises on a sun tracker pontoon, or thrilling water sports on a Tahoe sport boat propelled by powerful Mercury Motor. Make this Christmas unforgettable. Come check out Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRMG Boats dealer
7: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
0: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios.
2: Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your
6: farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254 Four nine one six four eight, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own.
7: First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Financed elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com.
2: Membership and loan
4: policy requirements apply. Member NCUA.
2: And welcome back to the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's air and section along with you here on this Thursday, Thursday. And joining us from the Alito Bearcats, head football coach Robbie Jones. And Robbie, congratulations on a great season taking over at the helm and getting another state championship, number 12 for the Alito Bearcats.
8: Thank you. Appreciate it.
2: When you look at what you were able to accomplish in that state championship game, going down eight points. And never hitting the panic button—that's just the Toledo Bearcat way—and it rolling off 51 and getting that championship.
8: Yeah, that's you know what we expect out of our kids. You know, things didn't go our way right away during that game. We're, we're used to starting off fast, and for whatever reason, you know, we weren't. Uh, we we had the the safety, or the early punt, and then <coughs> excuse me, uh, then the interception, which set them up. You know, get eight points. What we were, you know, the, the bright point about that was. It could have really easily been 16 to nothing instead of 8 to nothing. And, you know, we were excited about that, and we knew we were in pretty good shape because our defense was playing well. We just had to wait for the offense to kick in the gear.
2: How important is it for you to be able to stay steady like that and not be able to hit the panic button and just say, look, we'll get through this, just stay on schedule, and if we can stay on schedule, things will go our way.
8: Right. You know, it's, it's important. Our, our kids, you know, we we work the heck out of our kids so that we put them in pressure situations so that if we get, you know, something not going our, our way, you know, they don't panic and, you know, they they just know that they got to, you know, put their nose to the grindstone, go to work and, and things are going to start picking up for us. And and that's the way it basically happened for us. You know, uh, we we did start getting the offense rolling uh, after they kicked their second field goal. And, Uh, Hawks got on fire throwing the football and then uh, Hawks Patrick Daniels running the football you know did a great job for us.
2: Head coach of the Alito Bearcats Robbie Jones with us here on ESPN Central Texas and coach I have to ask you coming into your first year how important was it because you'd been there for a while you knew how things went and you knew the Alito Bearcat way but how was it much important for you taking over your first year not to try to rock the boat too much just do what you do and stay within yourself and kind of put your own signature on things but still do it the alito bearcat way
8: yeah it would have been stupid of me to come in and, and try to change everything you know we've been so successful here and i've been here for 24 years now so the system that we have in place is the only system really that i know so there was not going to be any change to the system uh, because if we were changing the system, we were doing something that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that I've been here for so long and, you know, that this is what I know, uh, you know, my signature, you know, has been a part of this program already uh, as offensive coordinator for, four, you know, for 14 years. So it's not like, you know, there was something else that we could go do different. You know what I'm saying?
2: How How important was that, too, to be able to – Take it from the offensive coordinator role to the head coach job, and be able to have the kids understand that hey, look, things are not going to change just a whole lot. There's just a title change here.
8: Yeah, that and that was the message when we met with the kids when the when the announcement was made. Coach Buchanan met with the kids and, and let them know that he was retiring, and then he you know let them know that the school was hiring me uh, as the head coach. And our my first message to them was, hey, look, guys, nothing is going to change. You know, I'm going to be the same person that I've always been. I'm going to let Coach Williams be the offensive coordinator, and I'm going to take on Coach Buck's role. But nothing in the program is going to change. We're going to continue to do the same offseason program. We're going to run the same offense. We're going to run the same defense. Special teams are going to stay the same. You know, so, you know, there was a comfort level there with the kids and knowing that, hey, you know, our program is not going to fall apart. Our program is not going to change. It's just going to stay – the same you know but you know staying the same you know is, is kind of hard to say because mm-hmm. we have uh progressed as an offense and a defense through the years you know uh, as the game changes we change along with it but you know we're not going away from our basics
2: just not upsetting the apple cart is the most important thing isn't it
8: yes sir you know not not trying to you know rock the boat you know and, and do things you know totally different which like i said you know What was I going to do different? I've I've been here for so long. This is the program that I know. And if I was to go somewhere else, I would try to model that program after the Alito program.
2: When you look at being able to take over the head job and and being on the sidelines, Robbie, how tough was it for you to not be sitting there with the play chart in your hand and and calling plays on offense? Did you have to bite your tongue sometimes?
8: Yes, sometimes (laughs) I did. You know, I – I was in that role for so long and, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I was ready for someone else to kind of do it, you know, and, you know, my role was, you know, to, to to watch what was going on during the game. And, you know, if I saw a few things, I would go to coach Williams and say, Hey, look, this is the way they're lining up to this formation. I think you need to, you know, attack them this way. And, And, you know, and he, he was with me for, oh, crap, I can't, I can't tell you how long he's been with me long enough to where, you know, he trusts, you know, whatever I tell him. Right. And uh, and, and he would uh, make those adjustments uh, that I would help him with, but I didn't have to do that a whole lot. You know, he's a really good football coach.
2: Ha- have you pinched yourself since the state championship and, and being able to come in your first year and just continue this domination for the Alito Bearcats? Has it sunk in yet, or do you still wake up some mornings and go, wow, that just happened?
8: Well, you know, I think it's become so common for us right now. You know, it's almost you know it's almost stupid how common it is for us to go to the state championship game. We've done it uh, twelve times in the last fifteen years and won eleven of those. So, you know, it's like I said, it's it's become kind of what we're used to doing. And and you know, when when we don't go to the state championship game, that's when we got to kind of look at ourselves like, what did we do wrong? You know, you know what's wrong with us and and you get that too. You know, I, I would go to uh, my in laws over Christmas, you know, when we go to the state semifinals, get beaten state semifinals. They go, hey, what happened this year? I'm like, well, we, we had a pretty good football team. We went all the way to semifinals. But, yeah.
2: Head coach of the Alito Bearcats, Robbie Jones, with us here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And coach, what makes your offense so strong? Because. Of the the way that you put up points this season, I, I know that Alito's always put up a lot of points, but this year was really special offensively.
8: Well, it all starts with our quarterback. You know, we had a really good uh, quarterback, Haas Haney, who's one of the best athletes that's out there. You know, dual threat top quarterback. He signed yesterday uh, with uh, TCU, and then to go along with him, uh, we had a really good run game. Uh, we had. Racing Guillory, who didn't get to play in the state championship game because of an injury, uh, who's just a sophomore, but he's already getting interest from the University of Texas, Georgia, you know, some of those uh, types of schools. And then we had a, another running back that, you know, was very dynamic, called, uh, Patrick Daniels, that we played in the slot. Uh, and then, you know, you go to our receivers, you got Caden Finley, Trace Clarkson, tight end, Tyson Timps. You know, all of those guys were, were big-time playmakers, and then – to go along with that, you got an offensive line up front that works harder than anybody uh, on the football team. You know, you, you got to look at the offensive line as the reason why offenses are successful. You know, if you don't have a great offensive line, you're not going to mm-hmm. be able to do much uh, offensively, no matter how talented uh, a group you have. So, uh, you know, and we were returning four offensive linemen from the year before. And most of those guys were able to stay healthy for most of the year. Uh, two of them were injured going into uh, the state game. And they didn't practice all week. We had backups that were practicing at right guard uh, and right tackle. Wow. Carter Campbell and uh, Josh McCarley. And then they went in, you know, to the game and played as much as they could before their injury just, you know, made it to where they had to come out of the game. Carter made it uh, through the first quarter. His his younger brother, uh, who's a sophomore, came in for him uh, in the second quarter and played the rest of the game. And then Josh made it all the way to through the third quarter and then uh, Cody uh, Campbell came in and played for him. But you know, Alex Serrano played center for us. Uh, the Williams brothers uh, were the left side of the line. That was our big boys over there. Both of those guys at 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, led by DJ Williams, who signed yesterday with Louisiana. Sorry about that, y'all. Got an alarm. <laughs>
2: That's hot. <clears throat>
8: I had a, um, reminders that y'all were going to call me going
2: off. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. <laughs> yeah. And Coach Robbie Jones with us here on the Press Box on ESPN Central Texas. And Coach, I, I, I've I seen you and, and watched you up close and personal with the Alito Bearcats. And one of the things about your program is you like multi-sport athletes. How important is that for the Alito Bearcats to have those multi-sport athletes competing all year long.
8: Yeah, we encourage our kids to go do other things. We had a couple of kids that, that went over to basketball after the state championship game. They had to go up to practice the next day, and then uh, one of them came to me and coach, goes, "Coach, I, I don't know if I want to uh, do the basketball, you know, again this year." I said, "Hey, listen, stick with it, you know. Go through the Christmas break. I know you're tired right now, but but go over there see if you can help the basketball program, you know, and it, it, if you can't help them." You know then you know have a conversation with coach Robinson about you know whether or not you're, you're going to stick with it and then we also have guys that, that go play baseball which you know I enjoy going to the baseball games and seeing our guys out there playing baseball my son played baseball uh, and football you know so he was a multi-sport athlete and, and we encourage him to go do that and then of course all of our guys are going to run track track is a part of our program mm-hmm. you know it's just an extension of our, our offseason we use the, the track program as our speed builder for our entire football team. So, you know, all of our guys are going to be out there on the track. You know, they might not go to a track meet, but they're going to participate in the track practices because, like I said, it's part of our off-season, it's part of our program. It's where we build the speed to get on the football field and go compete with people.
2: And just the competitive part of it, how much does that help being able to be competitive in different sports that carries over – to football, to basketball, to right. baseball, to yeah. track and field, whatever it may be, just staying competitive in different types of, of movements has to help the entire program, doesn't it?
8: It does. You know, you, you get to go out and compete and do different things. You know, there's things that you do as a point guard on the basketball court that, that can help you as a quarterback, you know, as far as distributing the football and seeing people that are open, uh, going out and competing and, and trying to win at, at other things, you know, is it, big. You know, and, and that's the same deal with the baseball. I, I like seeing our guys going out and competing on the baseball field mm-hmm. <clears throat> because sometimes you're out there, you know, all alone. You're up there in that batter's box. It's just you versus that pitcher, you know, and you're going to see if they're going to fold or if they're going to get up there and compete or not. You know, same thing if you're a pitcher. Uh, you get up there on that mound, are you going to give up uh, when times are tough? Or are you going to bear down and, and do things for your team to help your team win? You know, and th- some of those things will carry over to you know, the football program. And then same thing on the track. you got guys out there that, that lay it on the line and, and go all out in a 400. Those are guys that you know you can count on when the going gets tough in a football game because they're going to, you know, lay it all on the line on the track out there by themselves doing whatever they can to help their team.
2: Head coach Robbie Jones from the Alito Bearcats in his first year with another state championship for the Bearcats over Smithson Valley, 58-8, 51 unanswered points in that game. Uh, last week coach certainly do appreciate your time just wanted to touch base with you and and congratulate you and and get your insights to such a great program merry christmas to you and your family and hope to see you soon
8: all right thank you appreciate you guys
2: there he goes robbie jones the alito bearcats
1: they got it down 51 points
2: (laughs) in the state championship here's just an idea game one they score 50 game two against guyer 48 Game three against Northwest, 38. Score 50 in game four, 70 in game five, 60, 71, 42. Then they ran into Denton Ryan, 25 to 19. Still get the win. 59, 27 to 6 over Colleen Shoemaker, 48, 31 over Cooper. And then through the playoffs, 59, 56, 43, and 51 for the Aledo Bearcats in that offense. Pretty amazing how you can – just go to another year and not miss a beat and I think one of the important things that he said was hey look I've been around this program for a long time I didn't have to come put my fingerprint on it my fingerprint was already here and I knew better than to come in and try to change everything just to say okay I'm the boss now and we're going to do it this way that's, it's, that's hard for some coaches to be able to do
1: absolutely and you know, I, I think he's he summed it up well. You know, there's, <laughs> you think they have to be crazy to, to go in and try to change things. Yeah. And it helps that you're, you know, the part of the program. You know how everything works.
5: Mm-hmm. It's, just,
1: it's a well old machine and, and keeps going. Another great year for Alito. A great year for Coach Jones and those kids. Just, that, uh, absolutely. He said they had the one close game against uh, didn't Ryan. Mm-hmm. And everything that, else was
2: yeah. a runaway.
1: Yep, including the state championship game against a really good Smithson Valley team. Very
2: good. Yep. And you find yourself down eight, it's easy to panic in that situation, especially after you gave up a safety, and all of a sudden you, you're down eight to nothing in a state championship game when, you know, some teams would have panicked and pressed too hard, but not this team. They just roll off, eh, we'll just score 51 here. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, no big, big deal. deal.
2: <laughs> Let's talk college football next on the press box on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas.
5: The Bears play their final game in the Farrell Center this Friday, hosting Mississippi Valley State. 5:30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip off Friday.
0: Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat and John all
9: season long here on the home of the Bears ESPN Central Texas does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license.
0: flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntechsportsfan.com.
4: oh richard car buick gmc how lovely are your suvs oh richard car buick gmc i love the trucks you have for me strong and tough with luxury Room for all my family. Oh, Richard Carbuick GMC, you are the dealership for me.
7: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
3: 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many wacoans have known and loved for many many years 1424 bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh hearty and simply unforgettable waco's home for good food wine and conversation from fresh seafood steaks lamb chicken piccata and of course let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee come enjoy dinner at 1424 bistro in downtown waco on 1424 washington avenue come enjoy tonight
6: life can
5: be full of risks
2: on the wheels of steel here on this Thirsty Thursday. Very
1: nice. No longer available for weddings and bar mitzvahs.
2: So. <laughs> no longer available. No, free time.
1: <laughs> Dang, I was going to
2: hire you. <laughs> maybe if, if you coached him good enough, he I might could, be available.
1: I, I am available to do ceremonies, though. I am, what? Oh, yeah. I am a minister. Hey, Scott, are
3: you listening? He is a minister. <laughs> I did. I did, sk-
1: I did one of my best friend's wedding, and I not to toot my own horn, but I did a pretty, pretty dang good job. I was proud. Ooh, maybe you should How be available that. for New
3: Year's Eve. Hint. Oh, <laughs> hey, no. I won't be
1: getting drunk, so, you know. I know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Mm. Say it and so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> She's back. Spanning
1: the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports
2: the thrill
3: of victory. And the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic
5: competition.
2: It's time for Stephanie's Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie.
3: Ta-da! <laughs> oh, y'all. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. One day closer to Christmas. Are y'all even ready for Christmas? I can't no, even believe it's no, Christmas. Nope.
2: No, not even close.
1: But you know, the cool
3: thing that you can do now, even what? if you
1: wait to the very last minute,
3: Get it. just go on Amazon and buy gift cards. Let they me tell you something. Gift cards. I've ordered some stuff on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It has been out for delivery for like a week. <laughs> digital, <laughs> it still hasn't digital showed gift up.
1: Cars. Yeah, no, I wouldn't order it. Uh, if you haven't ordered from Amazon by now, oh, forget I don't it. know if I don't think you'll get it, but forget it. You can go online and do a digital gift card. I had and just sent it stuff to online
2: yesterday, and it's supposed to be here in time.
3: Oh well, aren't you lucky? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> You've been on the nice list. Yeah, will let the you know. List actually, list. it'll
1: say, you know, you click now, and you'll get it before Christmas. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah. I'm just I haven't been having much luck, so I don't
1: know.
2: Have you really been trying?
3: Yeah, I've got like three gifts out. That's it will be delivered by the twenty third. I don't know. It's kind of stressing me out.
2: So you are you done
1: shopping?
3: Well, yeah. Oh, You're another done? another life.
1: I'll, I'll tell you another life hack. A Christmas shopping hack. If uh, if you want to do gift cards and you want to do physical gift cards, you can go to Wally World or. Any Wherever. of the other places that do them. And you if they have self checkout, you can do the gift cards on self checkout.
3: Okay. Well there Some you people go.
1: didn't know that and waited. A friend of mine didn't know that and waited in line. I was like,
3: no, you could just
1: went to the self checkout and been done in five minutes.
3: There's a little tip for you, people.
2: Well, how about that? All so, right.
3: Yeah. I haven't even
2: I'm not a big gift card guy.
3: You're you're old school. You wanna you want to wrap the gift, have mm-hmm. them up. I'm kinda like that way too, like that thrill of surprise.
2: I think the gift card is a give up.
3: Well, I mean, for like but my you, daughter. You really
2: can't go wrong because they can get what they want. Right. I get it.
8: With my but daughter, just, we just give her cash because no, you
2: don't know what to get her. There's no imagination there. No, no. But and probably all the gifts I give, they would probably rather have a gift card because <laughs> what is this?
3: Nah, <laughs> no, I know you. You probably put thought into it. Well, you probably it you just, do. It just,
2: it's better for me to Buy something than a gift card.
1: Let's see. Right. I'd rather have a gift card.
3: That and you could go get whatever you want. Yeah. Unless it's like,
1: you know.
2: See, and I've got gift cards before. And yeah. I. And
3: they're fun, but I'm always afraid that a, there's not going to be any money on a, it.
2: <laughs> I have a stack of them on my desk that go back three or four years that I've never used.
1: Some of them probably expired. I'm mm, I don't know. I just. You need never, to call and check on those and use I them. Pay. I just never
3: use them. You uh. buy food with it.
1: I would. We may check them and we make Work out some kind of deal. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Buy buy them at a discount. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to re gift it, but.
3: Well, I'm. (laughs) Well, where they're from. So I was doing some research. Imagine that. About Santa Claus. Oh, Santa. Yes. And so.
2: One of my favorite dudes.
3: Yes. So I'm going to let everyone know some things about Santa. Santa Now, how
2: do you have the insight on Santa?
3: Because I went to the Googles.
2: Oh. Well, okay.
3: But tomorrow, we we tomorrow we will have a special guest on, Stephanie Sports Talk, who is very close to Santa Claus, so okay, it, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. But to prepare y'all, I wanted y'all to know that Santa loves football, and if he wasn't Santa Claus, he would be a defensive lineman for the NFL, and here's why.
4: Oh, boy.
3: He's light on his feet, and he can jump from house to house, and he can break in without being even noticed. Okay. Okay. He doesn't miss a meal. Obviously. (laughs) And he has good eye coordination because Are we body shaming Santa Claus? No. He just says he likes he likes food. Um he has yeah. Well I'm gonna get to that. You think he likes cookies and milk. Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna tell you some more things about Santa. Okay. Um he has good eye coordination because he can juggle presents and place them under the tree and not drop one. So, he would make a great lineman. Why are you laughing? You think this is not, this is serious business, okay? He has endurance because he goes all over the world in one night, and he can bring Christmas joy to Baylor fans. So, there you go. That is Santa as a defensive lineman. Okay. Okay, he's got the skills. Now, I didn't know this, but on his off season, Mm -hmm. okay, he loves to ice fish in the North Pole Pond. And he has actually been oh, very... come on now. Mm-hmm. I
2: thought he went to the beach in the off season.
3: I don't think so. He likes cold weather. He'd have to shave his beard. He'd sweat. Well, I mean... I'm, maybe. Well, he might go in the summertime with Mrs. Claus and have a little vacation. Yeah, maybe. But he does like ice fishing, and he does it competitively at the North Pole. Oh, really?
9: Mm-hmm.
2: They, I didn't even
3: know that the North Pole had ponds. I didn't even know there was water up there. I thought that was like Antarctica.
2: Well, I... I, I don't know. I uh, personally look. have never been to the North Pole, so I couldn't answer that.
3: Right. But it's in Alaska. Did you know that? Well, yeah. I didn't. I thought, it, I've always thought it was like just on top of the earth.
2: Where do you think Alaska is?
3: Well, it's close to the top, but it's not on top. Kind of. That's like Antarctica and the Arctic. What is it? Is it the Arctic Circle or something? I don't know.
2: The Arctic Ocean.
3: Well, yeah. It's Where they have all the ice things. Um, he loves Ice to go. Things. Yeah, he loves <laughs> to go sledding.
8: Mm-hmm.
3: He loves to play flag, uh, football, kind of, sort of, I guess. If you can, with what the does reindeer. He,
2: does he play with the elves?
3: No, he. Pl- well, I'm gonna get to the elves. Oh, okay. Um. Well, yeah, he does play with the elves, but he likes to chase the reindeer because it keeps his belly. Like he's got to lose weight after he eats um, all the cookies. Now, here's the thing. He loves to go sledding as well. He likes to take Mrs. Claus and they go down the mountains at the North Pole. Uh-huh. So, you know how you were little and you put out milk and cookies for Santa? Uh-huh. Okay, can you imagine how many houses he's going to and he has to eat milk and cookies? So, a note to y'all is that put out your milk and cookies, but maybe give him chocolate milk or strawberry milk because he gets tired of just white milk. Or, you could just give him a beer because he likes beer and whiskey. And with that I found now, how this How do you a- know that? I read it. And On so On the Googles. So, I found I this I think song- Google's <laughs> lied to you. No. no. It's in the Santa Claus encyclopedia. So, <laughs> I found this song and I thought everybody would enjoy it and it's by John Party. Give Santa a beer. So let's enjoy it for. Let's take a moment and enjoy this. I I love it. Bring joy to all the kids We'll Both <laughs> leavin' milk and chocolate Cheese Did you love it so far? Hmm Great lyrics Tonight Uh-huh to <laughs> Everybody, everybody sing along
2: Nobody knows it, they can't sing well, along Well,
3: everybody at home just... Yeah. YouTube and we can all sing along.
1: That's terrible.
3: That is awesome. No, that is a great awful. Christmas song. It no. answers the question, <laughs> how
1: can you make both country music and Christmas music worse? That just just combine no. them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's awful. That is awesome. I just wanted to share that. That is fun. Well, I'm
2: so glad you
1: did.
3: That's a fun Christmas carol. No, it's not. It is. Tonight, I'm going to leave a beer for Santa. He likes beer, too, and he likes he he to drive eat. a sled. He doesn't need beer. Yeah. He's, he's got... not driving it. The reindeer are. No, he drives it. No, he just goes, go, Rudolph. The re-
1: the reindeer are basically the engine. Yes. He is he's the, little still he has the pilot. <laughs> he's the pilot. <laughs> he can't be like
3: uh, Well, there's no in that lines. airplane movie.
1: He had Flying the sled upside well, down. Well,
3: there's no stoplights and there's no popo up in the sky, so he'll be just fine with the beer whiskey. Oh, no. He might be drunk by the time no. he gets to your house. Santa
1: doesn't drink
2: beer.
3: He does. No, that's he, fabrication. No, he does. He also likes Chex Mix, colored marshmallows, <laughs> cheese and crackers, biscuits.
2: I think you're full of cheese and crackers.
3: <laughs> I love cheese and crackers, but no, I read this on the giggles. Gingerbread cookies, of course, and shortbread cookies. And he does like him some eggnog with whiskey. So there you go. You so don't you, know that. Stop I read it, it on the I Google. we will not have
1: this Santa slander on this show.
3: That God. is not slander. Santa is
1: not a tea, Is He's a teetotaler. Yeah, he, that's exactly <laughs> right. He is a teetotaler. He's not the lush you're trying to. I didn't paint say he was a
3: lush. I'm just telling you his you're different hair. Freaking beer at every house? you know how I didn't beer say that every hair. There's a lot of people in this world. There's a lot of people okay, in this world.
1: Okay, say 1% left him beer.
3: Well, then he'd probably be drunk by the time he got <laughs> back to the North Pole. But at least he wouldn't get a ticket or get pulled over and go to jail because there's no policeman out in the sky. So he'd be good. He I just might know. make some noise getting into the house.
2: Santa does not do that. It's milking. Santa only. does. By the way,
1: did I quit trying to slander <laughs> Santa. Not. I read something earlier today that I thought was pretty cool. Um, You know that NORAD always tracks Santa. Mm-hmm. Correct. You know how that started. No. Started On with radio. A, Well, it started with the Sears ad that was a mistake. The Sears ad had a number where kids can call Santa. Well, they gave the wrong number, and it happened to be the hotline phone for NORAD, which, yeah. as you would guess, is not a good thing. They kind of <laughs> need to leave that line clear. Well, the guy, and I can't remember his name, uh, who was in charge, set aside a different line, told the guys to answer and be nice to the kids and tell them that, you know, they can't talk to Santa because he's already in the air, but they could tell him where he is because they're tracking him with the radar. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and oh that guy cool. being
1: nice about a mistake by Sears is how Norad started tracking
3: Santa. That's pretty cool. Yep. That's a really good story. I thought it was pretty neat. Yeah. They just didn't tell the kids that Santa was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> stop it.
1: You stop right now. Santa's going to sue this station for libel.
3: No. And here's the thing. Slander. Don't leave carrots for the reindeers. Don't leave carrots for Why? the reindeers. Because they can't really eat them. They, l- what are we doing? I'm telling you. <laughs> these are Christmas tips. He, Aaron says, what are we doing? This is my talk. This is my talk. I was really talking about seeing it could be a defensive lineman for yeah, it, the, it, an it, NFL team. Probably the Cowboys. Could be. And that, you know, he brings Christmas joy to Baylor fans.
2: <laughs> and that's, that's good.
3: And maybe this your Florida State fans as well. But uh, don't leave carrots for the reindeer. Okay. Because they like hay, willow, but they do like to suck on some candy canes. So you can leave candy canes for them. Okay. But, yeah, so. That's from the Googles. The Santa Claus Encyclopedia.
2: Okay. Is there really about a Santa
3: him. Claus Encyclopedia? On the Googles there is. Okay. But, yeah, I'm just saying. Here's, he, here's, he could be a defensive lineman.
2: Here's the reindeer barn.
3: See? it's a mm-hmm. real thing. It's a real thing, Aaron. You should believe in Santa. We know that. We just know that he's not an alcoholic like you're trying to make I didn't say him to he me. was an alcoholic. <laughs> all I said was he likes beer and whiskey. This is
1: an adult theme show, you know.
3: Uh, kids, kids be like, "Mommy, is it true that Santa's drinking is beer tonight?" Hey, today? is he to deliver my presents? No, I'm just okay. saying okay. that, you know. He would make – think about it. He could probably make a pretty good defensive lineman. I
2: think he could. I think Santa could probably do anything he wants.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, but he's got the built for it, kind of like Jason Kelsey, kind of got that Jason Kelsey look, I think.
2: Well, he's an offensive lineman.
3: Well, he's a lineman either way.
1: Yeah, Santa would be more of an offensive lineman, I think. I think so. Think so? Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, there's some big, big – there's some hefty boys on the defensive line with some guts, too. I think it's a little... Maybe
3: he could play both. On the interior defensive
1: line. Defensive ends, you don't see a lot of guys that look like Santa Claus, but some of those run-stopping tackles definitely do. Yeah,
3: Mm -hmm. he could. So I just thought that was kind of cool. And the fact that he likes to, like, competition ice fishing. Now, to me, fishing's not a sport, but...
2: Wait a minute, you're going to make some people mad. Well,
3: I want you to explain to me why you think it's a sport, because literally, you put a worm on a hook, and you... Use your one arm, left or right-handed, and you throw the wire thing into the water the and hope you catch a. Thing. I don't know what do you call it. Actually, with the, the line. rope, the line. Yeah. With okay. ice
1: fishing, you just drop it in. You cut a hole in the ice and
3: just drop it. I I watch what is that movie, The Grumpy Men, or whatever. Grumpy old men. Yeah, you should have been. Don't in they, that have little, ward? Uh, <laughs> they have a little they
1: have a little cabin that moves on the ice? <laughs> yeah.
3: they do up like north where it it's wouldn't really be a bad cold. Deal. I
1: mean, it's still too cold for me, but I could see it being pretty cool if you're used to that weather.
2: I'm just not a fisherman, so I'm
3: not either. I think it's gross. Because if I were to catch a fish, I don't think I could ever eat fish again. It's just gross. (laughs) You've never Yes, I've gone, but You've never cleaned a fish? Really? Look at me. Do you think I look like I would clean a fish? (laughs) I I wouldn't even touch a fish. No,
2: no, she wouldn't.
3: (laughs) I wouldn't even touch it. I don't even like goldfish. I got a goldfish one time and I killed it by accident. I overfed it. You know you can ever feed a fish? Yes. I yeah, did not know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, but you wouldn't think. I mean, it's just a little flakes, but you know, put put too many in there and it's not good. Yeah, to me, fishing is not a sport, but they have their own fishing channel and it's like, you know, there's, there's it's a that little, thing. There's, there's a there's art to it, I guess. Actually, and science behind actually,
2: it. Actually, it is a UIL sport now. What? Yeah. What's that? Fishing. Oh.
3: Oh, my nephew would love that. Then I wonder they probably don't have that down. Down south in Austin area, but because he loves to fish, Mm -hmm. I'll have to ask him.
2: Yeah, they have fishing teams in high school now.
3: I don't, and the fly fishing thing that they do like on Yellowstone and all that Mm -hmm. you know, they show somebody fly fishing that that looks hard to me. That looks like it takes a lot of energy, probably difficult, and athletic talent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just not a fisherman or a fisher girl.
2: All right, well, thanks for the info, old Santa.
3: I know, I know. I just wanted to Thanks for ruining liked.
2: Santa for everybody today. I didn't
3: ruin Santa <laughs> for everybody. I never said he overdrinks. S- <laughs> he just likes it. I never said he overdrinks. He just likes
2: it. I don't believe you. So if <laughs> you
3: don't want to put out milk and cookies because he gets tired of That's it.
2: That's all I'm giving him is milk and cookies.
3: Okay, well, if Corey's listening, maybe Corey will give him a beer. Probably not. Scott will give him whiskey. There you go. Oh, I'm just goodness. saying. All right. right see y'all big tomorrow, surprise tomorrow. <laughs> big surprise straight from the north pole you're gonna love it all right yes a guest okay bringing hmm. a guest on that's right all
2: right thanks <laughs> all right coming up next we'll talk a little bit of ncaa football that's next here on the press box
0: recently on the john moore show jim heller our guest
10: well first of all it's hard to believe
8: that i never coached a game in there and it's been open 36 years (laughs) that's right (laughs) but i tell you i've enjoyed that arena it's brought a lot of great memories to baylor fans and as great as it's been i am so excited about what the foster pavilion mean for the future of both of these
0: programs tune in to the voice of the bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m here on espn
6: central texas At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different.
5: Member FDIC and equal housing
0: lender. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center.
2: They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook.
3: Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient.
5: King of
1: the Rose. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
6: Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up
1: residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify
5: points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free
1: inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection.
0: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. Here on this Thursday, college football bowl season kicks back off tonight. Are you excited about tonight's game at all?
1: I'm um, I'm more interested in the NFL game. Are you? Yeah. I don't, like, usually the games really start piquing my interest uh, around Christmas for the bowls. There are a few earlier than that, but. Mm-hmm. Usually before that, the matchups are pretty bad.
2: South Florida and Syracuse coming up tonight. Not, not terrible. Fun. Yeah,
1: not terrible. Not not. Might if be okay. if it was if it was not if there was not an NFL game, I would probably be watching. And if it wasn't on Amazon, I would probably flip back and forth. But right, that's not one where it piques my interest enough to where I'd have it on my phone while I watched the. Uh, the Rams, and the Saints tonight.
2: I'll have one TV on Prime, and I'll have the other one on ESPN watching both. And well, uh, just kind of do that.
1: It's uh, fantasy, it's first week of the fantasy football playoffs. So, <laughs> no, second week, sorry. First week in some weeks, but it is – So, uh, how
2: does that work? Explain how we can – you're in, what, we're in week 16 of 18. Mm-hmm. You don't but want yet. Your, you're already in the playoffs in fantasy football. I don't understand how that works.
1: Well, because you don't want you want the playoffs to end one week before the end of the regular season, just in case teams start resting players for the playoffs. And sometimes it does happen with two games, not very often though. Um, so you start the fantasy football playoffs. Depends on how many teams you have in the playoffs and in your league, but uh, most of them started last week. And I went three and one, which is pretty good. So I'm in the semifinals in three leagues with a chance to win, which is really, really good. Um, in, our, in the biggest league I'm in with the biggest buy-in, which I, we've done really, really well. My brother and I do the team together, and we've won four out of the last five years. Um, had some bad injury luck. We lost five starters in two weeks, including – uh, three the week before the playoffs, we lost Alexander Madison. We lost our quarterback Justin Herbert, and Chris Olave was out, our, one of our best receivers mm-hmm. on the team, with an ankle injury. So we were pretty uh, depleted going into fantasy playoffs, and we lost that one. But did well in my other ones. So we'll see how it goes. What you, you can do, it's like hit so.
2: Hit. It's when like- when the regular season ends, is fantasy football. Oh, you don't do it during the playoffs at all? During the normal NFL playoffs? Wild card week and NFC Championship and Super Bowl? There's no no fantasy going on at that time? Just daily.
1: And you can have – there are some uh, playoff-only contests, Mm -hmm. but not that many. Um, It's mainly just daily, like, you know, if there's more than one game. I mean, you can – they do single game, too, but. Right. If there's more than one game, you know, they'll... But the league's all in before the playoffs start. Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I have one league that actually goes to Week 18 because it does two-week playoffs. Like, I, I, <laughs> I beat, uh, in one league, I beat the guy by 60 points, but it's two-week aggregate, mm-hmm. which he would obviously have to beat me by 61 in the second week of it to win. I don't like those. That's my first year being in that league, but... I've uh, I've got a pretty incredible team in that league, so I'm not worried about it.
2: Hmm. All right. Very interesting. So tonight's NFL matchup, New Orleans at Los Angeles. Two teams that are really kind of still on the cusp of fighting for a playoff spot and, and trying to sneak into the playoffs, right?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think, the yeah, the winner continues on trying to make the playoffs, and I think the loser, I don't think they'll be – Mathematically eliminated, but I think they're pretty much out of it. They're both 7-7, seven and seven, mm-hmm. and uh, I think each team knows that they got to win tonight.
2: Yeah, the Rams at 7-7. Seven and seven, They're at 500. They're uh, just behind the 49ers in the NFC West. And for the Saints, they stay behind. Well, they're actually even with Tampa Bay right now, both teams at 7-7 seven and seven in the NFC South. So, uh, a big game for both teams. And only – Two teams in the NFL right now, excuse me, three teams in the NFL that are completely eliminated, I think. Let me double check. No, there's more than that. There's one, the Cardinals, the Panthers, the Commanders, and also the Titans, and the Patriots, and the Jets have all been eliminated from playoffs, so it's getting to be where you know this time of year you've you've got to figure out a way to get it done right absolutely and so you know we i enjoy this time of year but it also i mean for the Dallas Cowboys it's going to be interesting to see can they bounce back at Miami after laying an egg last week yeah, I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't.
1: I don't either. Nobody does because nobody knows what either of these teams is going to do because Dallas is terrible, terrible, horrible on the road, and mm-hmm. Miami is terrible against teams with winning records, which Dallas kind of is, but they've beaten a few, you know. Um, so, I mean, I don't I don't think it, most people think it's going to be a shootout. I think that's probably right. Um it has but, a chance to be, yeah. Right, but – all the, the biggest thing in this, whole, in this game is whether Dallas can stop their run game because if they can't, they're gonna have, it's going to be a shootout and they're going to have to try to keep up with them scoring because if you can run on Dallas like Buffalo did and you have Tyreek Hill, which we still don't know if he's going to play. We think he will, but we don't know for 100%. Right. If, you, if you're running the ball effectively and you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, I don't care how, def- how good the other defense is, mm-hmm. you're going to have a long day.
2: It's going to be a long, long day. There's no doubt about it. And then you got the uh, Thursday night matchup. Then two games on Saturday, a full slate on Sunday, and three games on Monday, Christmas Day. By the way, as well,
1: uh, real quick, we were talking about the, tonight's game between the Saints and the Rams. And ESPN just flashed a, uh, a stat on the bo- on this on the scroll, which kind of backs up what we were talking about about how important this game is if the Saints win, their probability to make the playoffs is seventy-two percent. If they lose, it goes all the way down to twenty-four percent. I guess the rest is—that's not a hundred percent. No, I don't. I don't know how. It, but that was the numbers. I wrote them down. So anyway, they're—they're that—that's the—that's how much it falls tonight if they lose, and that's in that terrible division that they're in. You know, where they would only be one back of winning a division title, but. Also, they'd be one back with one game to go. So, yeah, tonight is uh, I think the winner of this game makes the playoffs and the loser doesn't. Should be fun.
2: All right, New Orleans and L.A. that's coming out tonight. We'll take the break. We'll come back, take a look at some more uh, college football news. That's coming up next here on the Press Box.
0: Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas.
5: The Bears play their final game in the Farrell Center this Friday, hosting Mississippi Valley State. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Friday.
0: Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat and John all season long.
6: Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Don't miss a year-end inventory sale happening now at Lone Star Structures. Save big on in-stock storage sheds. Ready-to-move-in cabins, greenhouses, chicken tractors, dog kennels, porch swings, and gliders. Conveniently shop online at LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 26 years. Stop by their location at the I-35 Midway Drive exit in Temple or Highway 77 in Lot. Call Lone Star Structures at 254-773-5400. Hurry in sailing. Soon. Road soon take a road trip to Jinko. skip your car payments for 70 days refi your vehicle drop your rate rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. GENCO is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GENCOSCU.org, member NCUA.
3: Genco.
6: The flagship
0: station for Baylor Basketball is ESPN Central Texas
3: tis the season to give and it's okay to get get holiday gift cards from la fiesta restaurant and cantina purchase fifty dollars in gift cards and get ten dollars free for yourself or for someone else and don't forget la fiesta can cater your holiday party order online at lafiesta.com or stop on in at la fiesta located off franklin avenue in waco merry christmas from your friends at la fiesta la fiesta where passion is our most important ingredient
7: Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. My house says
2: Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I
1: love my
7: windows. They've got that brand-new home effect. Universal Windows Direct.
2: And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas, here on this Thirsty Thursday. Joining yeah, us buddy. now, as always, the one and only Q Myers. Hey, Q, how are we?
10: Pour it up, pour it up, man. It's Thirsty <laughs> Thursday. Let's go.
2: <laughs> hey, I always appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, and he is the host of ESPN Weeknights right here on ESPN Central Texas as well and nationally and on your uh, satellite radios, wherever you get your ESPN from. And Q, explain to me how in the world that the Raiders go from getting shut out three to nothing <laughs> to the next week scoring 63 points and running the coach off.
10: Um, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. That's a great question. I have no idea. I'm telling you, man, sitting in the press box watching that happen – I was just like, what in the world is going on here? Like, I'm looking around, and I'm looking for the camera. I'm like, is someone trying to punk me here? It's like, (laughs) is this, like, really going on? I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. I have no idea, like, how that happened. It was just like one thing happened after the other. It's like, you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. Oh, you want one? (laughs) Yeah, you get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. They had eight different guys score touchdowns on way to scoring 63 points. It was incredible. I don't know. So now who knows what they're going to do on Christmas morning going up against the Chiefs.
2: When you look at that, it was almost like watching the Madden game for me.
10: Yep, yep, exactly. It, that's that's what it felt like, and I haven't been good in Madden in a very long time, so I felt like I was the Chargers. Like I was looking at it like, yeah, I've been there, done that. I know what this feels like. That's a whooping. So yeah, it was it was bad, man, and, and defensively to see them score multiple touchdowns as well, I was I mean, again, it just kinda blew my mind. That was a franchise record score. It never gone over fifty nine points. And uh they end up with sixty three. That was pretty incredible.
2: Q Myers with us here in the press box host a game night right here on ESPN National and Q. When you look at the other side of things for the Dallas Cowboys, why can't this team play on the road?
10: Man, that is a, another great question. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with them, right? I mean, I don't want to say wrong with them because they're a really good team. They're going to be a playoff team. Obviously, if they play at home, they're going to be, they're going to be a tough out. But to be able to struggle the way they do on the road, really, man, to get out physical, that was my biggest concern with that game against Buffalo. Josh Allen threw for less than 100 yards and they won, and it wasn't even close. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't happen. So I just don't understand why Dallas struggles like that. And then, like I said, doesn't even play physical enough to, to make Josh Allen be Josh Allen. That, was, that, that really bothered me. And now to know they're on the road this week in South Beach of all places against Miami, like, the good thing is Miami's not a physical team. They're, they're really finesse. So maybe that'll match up better with Dallas. But, yeah, that was a really bad performance, man. I'm still waiting for them to show up. Like, I'm like, okay, now they got off to a slow start, but here they go. And it just never happened. It's, it's unbelievable to me.
2: The the thing about it for, for me is not just the play of Dak, because I, I think he has somewhat of a problem playing from behind, but I was just real surprised at how the defense just got absolutely slashed.
10: Yeah, that was the thing. Like, they couldn't stop the run, and, and that's a problem. Right? If you can't stop the run against a team that doesn't normally run the ball, what are you going to do against a team that runs the ball really well? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm looking at the 49ers. That's the cream of the crop right there. They're the best in the NFC. So if you have to square up against the Niners, say, in the NFC championship game, what are you going to do with those bloodthirsty pirates? Right, I mean, those guys, they're going to come after you, man. They're going to run the ball right down your throat. And If you can't stop it, you're in trouble. And Buffalo doesn't even run the ball, and they couldn't stop them. So that, to me, would be a big concern if I'm the, if I'm the Cowboys.
2: Q Myers, you know him as your boy Q, host a game night with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And what's wrong with Philly?
10: They have problems, man. That's you know what? That's what happens though when you're a, a team that goes to the Super Bowl loses. The only thing is, is they've been able to kind of push that down the road, like kick that can down the road, it's like a credit card payment, right? We're all rich until we got to make the payment, and so that's that's what's coming up, man. They got to make the payment now, and it's it's not happening. Jalen Hurts is injured, clearly. Uh, mm-hmm. he's not on the same page with his wide receivers. And I think, and this is just me, I think that there's an issue between him and A.J. Brown. They haven't been on the same page, in my opinion, all season. There's been times where you see him go to the sideline, and you'll see A.J. complaining about not getting the ball. And at the end of that game, man, that last game where Philly loses against Seattle on Monday Night Football, he forces the ball to the end zone multiple times when he had checkdowns that could get, could get them in field goal range, and that interception that uh, Julian Love got for Seattle, right. he didn't have to get, he didn't have to do that. He all he had to do was check it down, and he would have got right in range to kick a field goal and tie the game. Instead, he's trying to force the ball to AJ Brown. I think there's some trouble in Paradise. Also, when you look at Philadelphia, who changes their defensive coordinator in week 15? Right, I mean, right. you don't change your defensive coordinator all of a sudden. So that lets you know that there's some trouble on that side of the ball as well. And that, well, defense didn't show up against Seattle. They let Drew Locke go 92 yards at the end of the game to win it for uh, for Seattle. So, yeah, they're they're in trouble, man. If there's one team I'm concerned about the most, I would say it's the Philadelphia Eagles.
6: Why do
2: you think there's such a disconnect in a team like the Eagles who kind of had everything rolling in their direction? But, again, you mentioned it you got that Super Bowl hangover where you lose the Super Bowl, and we see it year in and year out. Why do we keep seeing this happen to those teams who struggle to get back there?
10: I think that teams – I think honestly, man, I think everybody gets a big head. Everybody gets a big head. Everybody wants to get paid. Uh, Jul- uh, uh, Jalen Hurts got paid. Right. And and guys like A.J. Brown are like, OK, well, he didn't do it without me. They lose a couple of coordinators. They lost their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator to hit coaching jobs. Like, you know how it is, Ward. When anyone is successful, what do they want? They want to poach from you. So they lose a couple players defensively, they lose them coordinators, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts gets a paycheck, and they get a big target on their back. So everyone's like, okay, we're going to give them our A game because, well, they're the ones that represented the NFC in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, we'll show them what we're all about. So it's a combination of everything, man, but uh, like I said, there's some trouble in Philly. There's a reason in the NFC East, you know this. They don't repeat as division champions. Like, no, nope. it just doesn't happen. There's there's a reason for that, and I think that you're going to see that again rear its ugly head this year.
2: Q Myers with us here in the press box on ESPN Central Texas and Q. Joe Flacco goes into Cleveland <laughs> and gets a win. Who saw that coming?
10: Nobody. Not not even Joe Flacco. Man, he was sitting at the couch. He was drinking some Mai Tais. He was chilling, and all of a sudden they called him. Was like, "Hey, man, you got a couple fastballs in here?" He's like, "Yeah, I can do it." And he's out there playing. I got to give Kevin Stefanski from Cleveland a lot of credit, man. He's like on quarterback four and look at their record, right? I mean, so when, when you go out there and say, well, you can't win because well, you got your backup quarterback in there. Really? (laughs) Right. I mean, he's (laughs) on quarterback
5: four and
10: they're still going to be a playoff team. Like that's pretty incredible, man. I got to give them a lot of credit. Obviously their defense and their run game is a, a major part as well, but They pulled Joe Flacco off the couch. I mean, that dude was in his drawers watching, like, cheaters or something, just (laughs) chilling, probably probably had a big old cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was doing nothing, and he was like, yeah, okay, cool, no problem. I got the uniform. I think it still fits, and he's good to go. So it's it's wild, man, but this is the year of the backup quarterback, and Joe Flacco has, has been the best of the best right now.
2: For the San Francisco 49ers, are they the best team in the NFL right now? Yes. (laughs)
10: Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. And they're going to get tested this week. Monday Night Football, seeing them go up against Baltimore, that could be a Super Bowl preview. But, yeah, they're definitely the best team, and they are fantastic. They got offensively, defensively, coach. Everything is going good for them.
2: Looking at the game tonight on Thursday Night Football, the Saints and the Rams, this game has some playoff implications for both of these teams. But can can either one of these teams – really take a a lead in this because to me this looks like a pillow fight
10: I I think it's going to be a pillow fight but it blows my mind it blows my mind that this is where we're at like this is a playoff game really to tonight and these teams are seven and seven uh the Saints they thought they had something when they got their car that's been very minimal mm-hmm. they're not too happy with him and then the Rams you know, you look at the Rams, and I thought that they were already packing it in before the season started. I was like, oh yeah, they're done. They're not going to do anything. That you know, they don't even know who's playing, and half their guys they they shipped off Jalen Ramsey to Miami, and Sean McVay's thinking about if he wants to come back and coach, and Aaron Donald's trying to retire, and they won't let him. I mean, it's just like there's no way these guys are going to be any good. They're at seven and seven, and right now in the playoffs, right? And so the Saints, they have. They have to do some work, but and that division stinks, by the way. The Saints division is terrible. Somebody's got to win it. I don't know who's going to do it, but somebody's got to win it. So that's going to be – whoever wins out of that division will probably be the first team kicked out the playoffs. But that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, it's not going to be a fantastic game, but it's, it's going to be a game, and we'll be watching because it's Thursday night football.
2: That's right. And then Saturday you get a couple of games with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and Los Angeles, the Chargers. And the Chargers in such disarray right now. Are they the most disappointing team in the NFL in your opinion?
10: Yeah, they have to be because they have the best quarterback out of all the teams that are disappointing, so they have to be the 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 most disappointing and you know, I said it before, I don't understand when Justin Herbert's going to get a little bit of heat of, okay, so what is it? you know what's the problem is it is is it you? Is it the coach? Is it the team? What's going on? When are you going to be the guy everyone expects them to be right i mean it's it's at some point, man, you get the money, you get the paycheck. The expectations are there. So they're going to want him to be that guy. They brought in Kellen Moore, as you very well know, and he hasn't looked very good. I honestly think that they're going to throw all the money on the table and try to get Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan and say, all right, this is it. This this is the best guy we can get for you. He's going to make the team better. He'll make the quarterback better go out there and win something and see what happens. But, man, that's got to be the most disappointing team, no doubt about it, in the National Football League with them having such a good quarterback. At least we think he's a great great quarterback mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Put some good numbers, just hasn't won a lot.
2: Does Kelly Moore survive?
10: I don't think so. I think that they clean house. I think he's going to be – it's funny. I thought when he went to the Chargers, that if Brandon Staley got fired, he'd end up being the head coach. I think because the the Spanos family's cheap anyway. So right. I thought okay, they'll just you know put him into that that uh, head coaching spot. But he hasn't done he hasn't his offense hasn't been great. I mean the numbers are similar to what it was before he got there. So there's no way that they could say, well, look, the offense did better. It's just the defense stunk. So I think that they just totally clean house. And I think he needs at least another year to prove that he could be a head coach in the league. And I'm, I don't even know if he could do that. Uh, I think that he'll be a, a hot commodity for an offensive coordinator position for some team that's looking for a coach and, and staff. But I don't, think he's gonna, I don't think he'll be in L.A. next year, that's for sure.
2: Your boy Q, Q Myers, hosts a game night right here on ESPN with us here in the press box. And best game coming up this weekend in your opinion, Q?
10: Oh, it's gotta be it's gotta be Baltimore San Francisco. I mean it's gotta be, right? I mean there's mm. there's the best in the AFC, the best in the NFC. These two worlds collide and see what's going on. And right now the 49ers are five and a half point favorites and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are like, wait, hold on. How are we such underdogs? I mean okay, I get a couple points, but five and a half points? Like you you think that they're gonna beat us like by a touchdown or so? So they're kind of – they got a little attitude about themselves. They they feel a little bit slighted. So I'm interested to see what they do. And I actually – I want to see – I think that the Ravens are going to win, but what concerns me about their team is they always play with their food, right? They always mm-hmm. – They're up, they'll have a nice little lead, they'll have momentum going, they'll be dominating the game, then they're like, yeah, we're bored, let's take a quarter off, or let's throw an interception, or let's turn the ball over. Then also, you look up and it's a close game. It's like, you can't do that, especially in the playoffs, or against playoff-type teams. So, yeah, man, that's going to be the clash of the Titans. It's on Christmas, like... Get any better than that? I have to wake up early in the morning. while well, I do that anyway. But I wake up early in the morning. I'll get to see the Raiders and Chiefs, and who knows how that's going to shake out. Then we'll see another game, and then we'll see the game, right? And that's that's I'm so excited about that. So man, I'll have my feet up on some kind of some patio furniture. Or <laughs> I don't know what I'll do. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go to a sports book and and, and drinking some mai tais and some margaritas. And yeah, I don't know what I'll do. but you and Flacco can hang out. Not for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for Problem
2: with that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Raiders and the Chiefs, that's the early game on Christmas Day. Does that still have the same shine as it has in the past, or is it just a little bit different now?
10: I mean, it still has the shine for me because I'm a lifelong Raider fan and I know what Raiders Chiefs means, but. It just doesn't have the rivalry feel because it's not a rivalry. The Chiefs have been beating the brakes off the Raiders. So it's not like the Raiders right. have held up their end of the bargain. Right. But I'll tell you this, man. Antonio Pierce, as the interim head coach, he i mean, he—he he walks the walk. He talks the talk. And, I mean, he's got the guys playing for him. I love his energy in the building. He's one of those guys, and, and people say this about me, that all your personality is infectious and all that. And at times I don't even know what that means. Right. But I'll tell you what, getting to know him, I know what that means because his personality is really infectious and he brings energy. And we asked him the other day about, well, how do you stop Kansas city's trick plays? He's like, punch him in the mouth. You got to punch him in the mouth. Like that's how you stop stuff like that. I'm like, Ooh, that's actually football. Like that's cool. Like that's exciting. That's fun. So I'm I'm interested to see what he could do, man. And what what they do in this game against Kansas city. They're down a little bit. Obviously Uh, the Raiders need a win. Antonio Pierce needs a win. He's trying to hold on to the job long-term well beyond this season. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. Like he said, Hey, I, I got one wish for Christmas. That's go to Arrowhead and get a victory over those guys. So uh, yeah, man, it's it's interesting. He brings a little bit of that Raider swagger that we obviously haven't seen in years. And I, I think it's refreshing to actually see it instead of, you know, kind of buttoned up 2023 style football. He's kind of bringing that swagger. I mean, the guy wears black air force ones on the sidelines, man. And anyone who knows if you wear black air force ones, you're expecting some, some ish, right? You're expecting there to be a problem, right? Like, I wear white shoes all the time. You know why? Because I'm not getting in no mess, right? So I expect (laughs) my white shoes to be clean at the end of the day. If you wear all-black Nike Air Force Ones, you're expecting there to be a problem, and you might have to solve that problem. So (laughs) he does that, man. I'm okay with that. I love it.
2: (laughs) Q Myers with us here on ESPN Central Texas, host of Game Night on ESPN. And Q, got one more for you. Is Dak Prescott in are out of the MVP conversation.
10: Right now he's out. He was in last week, but that that's performance in Buffalo, and I hate that it's a week-to-week thing. I hate that we change our mind every week, but yeah, he's out of it right now. Right now the leader in the clubhouse is Brock Purdy, and I kind of push back and, uh, and argue on that one because I think Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams, Devo Samuel, they all have an argument on that team about who's the best player on that team. I push back a little bit there, but You know, he's, he's, he's close. I think he's like on the fringe. He has to have a a big, a big finish to the season to get it. I think that, that the guy who's going to win is going to be the guy who wins on Monday night between Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy. If Lamar takes the the Ravens into San, I would say San Francisco, but they don't play in San Francisco, Santa Clara is great America. If he takes them to great America, he rides those carnival rides and gets a W over the 49ers. Then he's going to be the league MVP. If, the 49ers win that game, and they win it convincingly. It's going to be Brock Purdy.
2: He is Q Myers, host of game night on ESPNQ. Certainly do appreciate the time, as always. Enjoy the games this weekend. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I always appreciate spending a little bit of time with us.
10: Oh, Absolutely, man. Merry Christmas to you guys as well, and and uh, happy holidays to all of Central Texas, man. Love you, and miss you guys a lot.
2: All right. We'll talk to you next week, brother.
10: Yes, sir.
0: Appreciate it.
2: There he goes, Q Myers. Host a game night right here on ESPN. He'll have that for you coming up tonight. And I'm sure that he'll have a lot on the game coming up tonight as well. So uh tune in for that right here on ESPN Central Texas. Each and every night with Q Myers. You know him better as your boy Q, but we'll call him Q Myers for game night. Doing big right. things. He's doing great. He really is. Absolutely. Well deserved great. too. I, yes. Nobody works harder. All right. We'll take the break. When we come back, we'll get you ready for Baylor women's basketball. That's coming up on ESPN Central Texas.
0: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears,
5: John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up next Tuesday, the Kansas Jayhawks tee it up in Phoenix against UNLV in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Coming up, we'll hear from Kansas head coach Lance Leipold about the benefits of playing in Arizona. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Come see why Green Eye Associates is voted best in Waco year after year. Enjoy exceptional service and care from Dr. Leanne Green alongside her dedicated optometrist and staff. Receive trustworthy insights on your eye health. Enjoy the impressive variety of contacts and eyewear and work with the most experienced optical team in Waco. Don't miss the new state-of-the-art dry eye therapies that rejuvenate the eyes and face with safe, non-invasive treatments to restore comfort and quality of life. Green Eye Associates, official optometrist of Baylor Athletics. New gear
0: for the new season is arriving daily at the Baylor Bookstore on campus and the Spirit Shop at the Heard Welcome Center. Also available online at BaylorShop.com.
5: Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now, Baylor vans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase, a lifetime powertrain certificate, and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. your family since 1928. Now, let's see what's
0: making news in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the Bears.
5: And welcome back. The third Big 12 school to play in a bowl game this year comes up on Tuesday, December 26th in Phoenix as Kansas takes on UNLV in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Head coach Lance Leipold likes the idea of his team headed to Phoenix to spread the word about the success of
4: Jayhawk football. Well, uh, again, brand wise, you know, our our football brand has continued to grow here in the last two years. Respect is um, for for those that are following college football to see a change in in what's happening here in Lawrence. Um, I think the uh, realignment and the additions to the Arizona schools to the Big 12 Conference will also help. So there's a lot of positives that you can have. And and, uh, I would assume that Coach Odom would feel the same way. When you start playing in games like this and there's not as many games on it each you know in in time slots you have a chance for a lot more eyeballs on you and and it does wonders for your program and gives a chance for you to to talk about your program a little bit in different ways and young men get a chance to see if they fit and uh, again then spending a few days and have a chance to be around the local community and they kind of see what we're about high school coaches get a chance come watch games things like that we we hope it's a positive, for for both programs, but of course we wanted to pay dividends for the Jayhawks as much as possible. That's Kansas
5: head coach Lance Leipold. His Jayhawks playing UNLV in the guaranteed rate bowl in Phoenix on Tuesday. It's an eight PM kickoff televised on ESPN. And that's today's Modern Media Big Twelve Blitz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
2: And welcome back to the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. Here on this Thirsty Thursday, as Q would say, pour it up, pour it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as Q did say. Yes. Thanks, <laughs> Q,
2: joining us here. Uh, don't forget, game night coming up tonight uh, right here on ESPN. Also, thanks to head coach of the Alito Bearcats, Robbie Jones, give us some insight to their 12th. Let that just <laughs> marinate for a minute. 12th state championship in Bearcat history. unprecedented
1: yep pretty incredible
2: and his first season taking over as a head coach I've known Robbie for a very very long time he lived next door to me in Stephenville and just a great guy and congratulations to him and I appreciate him coming on and giving us a little insight because that was one of the things I wanted to ask him hey how do you just go in there and not rock the boat and I know you want to put your stamp and your personality on the team but you'd been there so long that it was important to you not to do that. And I think it was genius to hear him not to do that, right?
1: Yeah. And, you know, being there already and being a coordinator, his stamp was already kind of on the team kinda? anyway. Yeah. Not on, you know. I mean, even even the kids on the other side of the ball are in contact with him and around him all the time and right. know him and know how he is and know what he and the program expects. So. Mm. But it's still easier It's easier said said than done. done. That's for sure. There's been plenty of places that have, you know, that have won multiple state championships, four or five five state championships. And then as soon as the head coach, there's a head coaching change. Mm -hmm. It doesn't drop off. There's still a a top program. They're just not winning state titles Well, you're
2: not getting back to that state game for a while, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's a different animal. It's tough to do. It really, really is. All right. Baylor women's basketball coming up. South Florida, the opponent, Derek Smith, and Lori Fulgerman have the call for you coming up here in just a little bit right here on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy the afternoon, everybody. Enjoy women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. And we will be back tomorrow. One more show
1: before Christmas. Looking forward to that show and, and looking more forward show to Christmas. Before Christmas. I know. Kind of weird saying that, isn't it? It's very strange saying it. Yep. It's very strange.
2: Baylor Women's Basketball coming up next here on ESPN Central Texas. For Aaron, I'm Ward Whites. Until next time, so long, everybody.
1: And we join ESPN in progress until the Lady Bears at 2 o'clock here at ESPN Central Texas.
8: And then when you look at the depth, right, you have, you know, the kids slow-mo coming in off the bench. You have you have a uh, Nas Reed who could end up possibly winning the sixth man of the year. Um, it's just their defense, man, and it's led by Anthony Edwards. That leadership that he has brought to that team, that fire, that tenacity
4: that he has installed and called Anthony Towns, any team in the